the Global Data Center Outlook report from JLL suggests that the mass adoption of cloud computing and artificial intelligence is driving exponential growth in the data center sector. Now, the report posits that the demand for data center capacity to support AI is growing rapidly, with most research reports indicating that the global data center market for AI is expected to grow in excess of 25% compounded annual growth rate over the forecast period. Now, to shed more light on the impact of AI's boom on data centers in Asia, we are joined by Mr. Eric Hui, Director of IoT Business Development for Asia-Pacific at Equinix. Eric, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Glad to have this session with you. So, And uh, there's a good, some, quite some good viewpoints that we can share. So looking forward to this interview. Likewise. Now, let's look at this first. How is generative AI or perhaps artificial intelligence itself as a whole impacting the data center industry in Asia today? The generative AI definitely have taken the market by storm. So a lot of uh, new write-ups, a lot of the new products like ChatGPT came into market. So as far as to the data center itself, when you look at the generative AI product sets, they do require a lot of these AI models to be distributed, so put in different locations so that it's easily going to be accessed by users. The models itself require a lot of data in order to be trained, the models to be trained. So a lot of these data lakes and, and data pools and all of that, they have to all come together. So what we see about for generative AI, for data center itself, is we see a lot more hybrid cloud and multi-cloud architectures coming into play. So in what that sense is, different kind of users have their own infrastructure, connect to uh, OpenAI, ChatGPT, those kind of products that they also have to have cloud components in there. So this connectivity deploying multi-hybrid cloud architectures will be very, very pervasive. So the data centers itself, uh, we have to be basically be equipped and be ready for it. So a lot of this helping customers to reach to different locations by distribution, these AI models will be distributed on locations is very important. So new data center locations is actually very important. Right. And then the other thing that what I see is, you know, the cloud adjacency. So again, a lot of the major cloud providers have also adopted these kind of generative AI um, product sets as well. And in order to get the real and good quality of service for these kind of chat uh, and then generative AI uh, kind of components, they require a lot of direct ramps to cloud providers. So we can basically do and, and incur less latency in order to get to the best quality of service. So we see that itself in general is getting these cloud agency ramps with all these cloud providers is also an important element for a lot of the data center industry. So that is basically what I see. Now, all of this it actually gets into much more of the data digital strategy for a lot of the users, right? Uh, now with AI helps a lot of automation. AI helps with a lot of intelligence and insights. So deploying all these architectures to help you improve and automate your processes is important. So I would expect a lot more uh, potential new customers coming to the data center industry and see how we actually consume them and to get into a lot of the, the AI uh, brains and elements behind it. You alluded to the idea that, uh, okay, there's going to be a lot of these large language modules that are going to be created as part of generative AI will require a lot of data and with it, a lot of storage and compute power as well. Given that generative AI itself is 
fairly recent, right? Uh, its popularity is fairly recent uh, with OpenAI making it uh, ChatGPT public in November 2022. But at the same time, many of the data centers in Asia have been built and designed maybe years ago or de even decades ago, and they're still operating today. So for current data center operators that want to take advantage of these new opportunities presented by AI, what should data center operators do? What do they need to implement, maybe change in the architecture or the technologies that they have in place in order to capture and support these new opportunities presented by AI? Yes. Uh, so for AI itself, compute is basically the core of this. And we're talking about high-performance computing. What we see is in order to support these high-performance computing kind of requirements, we know it's going to be drawing a lot more power, even though some of the footprints itself is being more condensed, but still the power draw is going to be still higher than before. So uh, we are definitely seeing a lot of the data center providers itself, uh, including ourselves in Equinix, is uh, we're looking at the new ways of doing cooling. Examples are you know, looking at like liquid cooling opportunities. So we at Equinix are actually looking into uh, co-create some solutions and invest in technologies as related to digital transformation along with the liquid cooling kind of uh, solutions. We are actually exploring some uh, new facilities in doing so. And uh, we are actually creating a, in the Americas where our headquarters is, you know, we actually have dedicated a location in Ashburn, Virginia, to do some coal innovation facility related to liquid cooling. So that's definitely one of those things to address you know, the power draw is required for uh, AI and generative AI in general. Now, the other thing is, of course, what I mentioned about uh, distribution, because again, the models are created, they'll be distributed at edge locations so that people can actually consume it and let the uh, prediction of the learning model continue. So uh, in order to address that, a lot of data center companies are now looking at much more distributed and interconnected digital infrastructures. So I see it's not just only for retail uh, providers, but also the hyperscalers as well. They also have to expand their presence through co-location providers in order to get the proximity to the customers as well. So these are the main things that I see. Again, power and also distribution of these AI nodes. So what would you say are the top challenges that these organizations have, these data center operators have in developing AI-ready data centers? So, so for those who are currently in the process of building new data centers, what are the new things that they need to reconsider to make sure that their data center services are AI-ready, if you will? And how do you see the industry managing the challenges and the opportunities presented by AI? AI itself, again, um, there's an ecosystem being developed, okay? So it's not just only the compute infrastructure guys, but uh, also itself, we also see a lot of other specialized hardware, some software players coming into the picture. And uh, also, we also see a lot of uh, subscription models that companies basically piece together subscription models for some certain kind of AI resources that comes along. So AI definitely amplifies the impact of ecosystem dependencies, in my view besides the connectivity places before. So what I see itself is uh, in order to build this AI ecosystem with the data center providers have to embrace that there's going to be a growing ecosystem. So there's a lot more engagement in order to uh, help customers be able to connect better and also realize better latency. Also to look into uh, data privacy, because again, different countries uh, have different rules in place and for some of them even have developing rules in place on how do you basically use AI within the frameworks, and also it itself uh, for throughput, availability, and sustainability. So I think these are some of the things that I see that uh, AI was going to cause a lot of more creation with a lot of the data and the providers out there.
Now, as I said earlier, there is a lot of uh, data processing and computing capability required for AI. So again, uh, I think you know the power thing is definitely one of those things we we talked about earlier to be more effective and efficiently using it. And then uh, we, I think liquid cooling is definitely one of those solutions. But uh, again, there's a lot a lot of other alternative methods to basically help to drive the uses of powerful data centers and much more green and sustainability. Those are definitely key areas I see uh, that the industry has to embrace. For the last few years, we've started to see dialogues, discussions, and even operations among data center operators to make their businesses more sustainable or meet uh, sustainability goals, as you said, because data centers do consume a lot of power and generate heat. So given that now we have AI and we require more power, more more compute, more capability, how will the data center industry balance the need for to support these new opportunities related to AI while at the same time make sure that they do comply and meet what they have already committed to as far as sustainable support in the coming years? So definitely, you know, ESG, environmental sustainability is the is the cornerstone of what we are thinking about uh, AI development in the future. So, because again, drawing more power, you know, how do we be better use power and how to actually generate power with uh, the alternative methods is stuff definitely, you know, front and center for, for the company. And I think in the industry in general, we have to embrace that. So as far as uh, what we and Nequinex is doing is, uh, we are definitely looking at uh, electricity consumption covered by the renewable energies at least by nine, at 96% as of 2022, and we're targeting 100% clean and renewable energy across our global portfolio by 2030. This is definitely one of those things that we call climate action. Now, we're also designing things, uh, what we call data centers of the future. We're leveraging technology innovation to design data centers to reduce the resource consumptions and also to use high-density air and liquid cooling solutions and also incorporating some data center heat recovery where possible and committing to optimizing data center temperatures for operational efficiency. So I think this is some of the things that Equinix is, uh, is actually doing quite a bit more uh, than usual. And uh, I think we can also be able to be a good encouraging our industry in general to be looking at the much more of these innovative things in doing so. Now, if there are some of these things about green power reports, you know, we also help customers to understand the climate impact of our infrastructure within our facilities. And these are some of the things we see that customers are also asking for so that they can also go upstream to the stakeholders on how we basically be able to equip better capability while minimizing the effect on the environment. So this is something that I see is quite important going forward. Data centers have evolved over the years. Eh? They've, they've evolved to the period of the internet, the virtualization, and then more recently, the cloud. Given that we are coming to 2024 and data centers have a longer shelf life than that, what is the future of the data center? I see that the data centers will evolve to insight centers because that's basically where intelligence is going to be generated. So actually, all through the years, uh, we have data basically aggregated. And now we're trying to find and build intelligence out of that data so that we can automate and all that. So I see data centers going through a transformation of the wave to become insight centers. That's one of those. Now, the other thing I also see is, you know, um, there's going to be a lot more businesses leveraging the services that data centers offer. Some of them will come directly as customers by, by, by hybrid gear equipment, fixed infrastructure, and connected clouds. 
Facebook, some of them will continue to do that. But some of them will be subscribed to data center services remotely. And, and some of these is as a service kind of models. So I see that this is going to be a trend that we see a lot more customers looking into subscribing some services, even though maybe virtual services or digital services, you know, and some of these are in software forms. So we see uh, a lot of that going on. With the whole advent of AI, AI will probably be able to position itself as trusted, but then at the same time, the industry that we embrace now more on AI, we need to see this as trusted, uh, efficient and sustainable. Uh, because again, we are trying to go through this phase of transformation of bringing more intelligence automation to a lot of the compute and the IT resources that we're using. People saying that used to, we have the right code, now AI generates code for us. This is such a revolution. Uh, that's some of the things I see is, you know, for the industry to transform it inside, inside the locations, we will have to embrace a lot of these new technology, new trends coming in. And at the same time, I see governments will also have to have a bigger interest in learning and, and coping and also fostering and enabling a lot of these uh, policies to help AI development. So that again is for the better mankind to do things better, faster. Oh, and just one more question. How do you see AI enhancing or securing data center operations? So we see that there are some offerings that they're sensing using AI, sensing patterns, whether it's truly a orchestrated attack using very creative methods or some random kind of attack. So AI will be able to start to look into these patterns uh, when these kind of attacks coming in and devise and suggest the right ways to address it. So I think this is actually, again, built by intelligence. And once it learns more about these kind of patterns, that it probably can able to sense and detect earlier before the orchestrated attack really comes. So I see that you know, AI itself will be able to. And then the other thing that I also see it um, in the physical security as well. So I mentioned about that's more on the network side of security. But then the other physical security is again, right? You can capture cameras, images, and all that stuff on the fly. And then you could be able to sense that using AI models, is that real intruder or just a bypasser going by? So looking at the way it's actually being approached and then the movement and all of that. So again, AI can help a lot of that as well. Eric, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. It's glad to be here and uh, thank you for the opportunity. And we see data centers front and center to support the AI development going forward. That was Eric Kui, Director, IoT Business Development for Asia Pacific at Equinix, on the impact of artificial intelligence on data centers in Asia. You are listening to Podcast for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcast for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcast for Future CIO. Bye for now.